Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Somebody's Mama Podcast. We're your hosts, Kendra. And Nicole. Thank you for joining us for another episode today. This is episode 27. And we are going to jump right into the swing of things. Um, let's go ahead and talk about our weekend. Nicole, how was your weekend, girlfriend? Yes. Okay. So the weekend, I took actually a tip from you. So the past... Last week after we finished the podcast, I took a tip from you and I started that whole thing where you wake up in the morning and you get ready. You actually get ready. Oh yeah. Because I've been living my best stay at home mom, stay at home mom life. <laughs> <laughs> Yoga pants. <laughs> and I literally, okay, so I put shops and coal. I just kind of needed a break before I start the new year. So I've been kind of on a break. And so literally um i've been living my best stay-at-home mom life i took your notes i get up i get dressed mm-hmm. drop the kids off and just be living my best life like right now my whole house is clean right. <laughs> my car is clean wow like that's a flex to me yes your car and your house is clean because my car is looking a little bit raggedy right now listen <laughs> listen i went to the car wash like I'm over here living my best stay-at-home mom life right now. And, you know, I just don't know. I think I think once you get to this side where you really can relax and you're like, oh. Like you got two kids in school. Like you got the baby at home. Yeah. Like a little bit of a breather. <laughs> yeah, like I'm taking the nap with the baby at home. Mm-hmm. I'm running like different errors. Don't, I still have my planner. Like I went and got my brand new planner and I thought I was behind on all my plans for the, for this week. And then I looked at my planner and I was like, oh no, girl, we're on time. <laughs> oh, we got ourselves together this week. <laughs> yeah, we got ourselves together. We, you know, did some target runs, took mm-hmm. uh, over the weekend, me um, and my two daughters, we went into target together, had a ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, sent the boys to Costco, um, you know, put up some more holiday stuff in the house, and, I, and, and now I feel very spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> and before we got on here, I'm telling Kendra about all these different ways, because I was like, you know what? I really like this idea of people starting businesses that make money, and like, they don't really got to do much. Like, yeah. that's that's what I'm trying to do. Hard I don't want to work. Yes. I don't want to work no more. Girl. And the things I do want to work on, I want to be able to just, like, I decided for next year, like, Shop St. Cole, I, I'm going to do it how I want to do it. Because it's just, it's my company, and I'm going to have fun with it. Yeah. that's it. Yes. I get it, girl. So, because I've been so overwhelmed, especially Black Friday, like, November, business, it's just crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And you get so overwhelmed. And so now I'm like, I'm relaxed. And I'm just now, uh, you know, next year, next year is all about making money while you sleep. Yes. Going to brunches and events. Yes. And having fun with my business. And of course, of course, kids and husband, all that stuff too. But <laughs> it's just, it's, it's relaxed. Enjoy your life. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Just enjoy. Just enjoy yeah Yeah, so that's where i'm at and i'm gonna i just want to stay in this space i love that (laughs) i love that because 
everything is about the hustling grind, the hustling bustle. You can hustle, but let's not let's not overextend ourselves and let's work smarter and not harder and enjoy the fruits of our labor because I feel like everybody's just grind, 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 but it's like, bro, you never get to enjoy anything. Yeah, and you know what? Something that messed me up recently is I was listening to this guy's podcast and he was like, you ever see an old man and an old wife and the old man be hunched over and broken down and the wife be standing up strong, helping that old man, the old man be having heart attacks and strokes and this and that. The old man was working, grinding hard, 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 and then he got older and it hit him. And I was like, I'm over here grinding too much. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be hunched over. I need to I need to relax. Right. <laughs> I need to relax. Okay. What about you? What are you been what are you been doing? Girl, I feel you on that note. Okay. So Friday, I just hung out with the family, you know, typical Friday. Um, Saturday, you know me. I'm gonna get my self-care in, okay? And so <laughs> I really needed it this week. Like I was just like dealing with some things and I was just like, I need to just go ahead and cash in my mommy break ticket. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but my husband and I during the pandemic, we um came up with this idea to do like a 24-hour self-care day. And oh, the goal was to do it once a quarter, but we ended up only doing it like once last year. And here is the end of the year and I just only did it one time. But um, he did his, I, I think it was last month where you just go book a hotel, get a massage, um, you know, go get whatever food you wanna eat and just chill, like relax, read a book, um journal like do whatever you want to do without answering emails answering the phone having- let me get a pen let me get Girl. a pen you said once a quarter okay i suggest this for everybody especially if you have children even if you don't have children yeah. sometimes like you need to just unplug and you need to just be with your own thoughts and not have to answer to anyone um not have to help anyone out like just for 24 hours it goes by super duper fast but it's just good for your mental and like don't wait until you feel like you need it like you like i'm on edge i'm about to you know just lose it like don't wait until that point the goal Mm, write this down (laughs) the goal is to do it once a quarter plan for it so that you can do it how you want to do it like for me i like a nice little view so I went to Nicole's favorite place. I went to San Diego. Oh, and <laughs> not my favorite place. My no favorite place, girl. I was like, Ooh, let me just, you know, run up the coast real quick. And um, it was just nice just to have a brief moment. It's my favorite drive. Uh, San Diego is my favorite drive just to, you know, I put on my little podcast. I put on some music and got my little coffee at starbucks and just headed out and if i I saw a store on the way that i wanted to stop at i stopped like it's your day it's your Mm -hmm. day so you can do whatever you want to do you're not on any time crunch you don't have any schedule you just get to do what you want to do so i really enjoyed that um i got my little champagne I went to my room. I looked out the window. The lady is like, oh, would you like to upgrade to um, the 25th floor or whatever for $25? And I was like, girl, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> $25. Yeah. 
Yes, I would like to look at the bay. That's why I'm here. Hello. That's why I'm here. <laughs> so, um, and then I went, I walked to dinner because I, um, I was staying by, uh, at the Grand Hyatt. I forget what street, uh, Harbor Street. Yeah. so there's plenty of restaurants to like walk to I went pretty early so at like five o'clock so it was like just getting dark and then I just uber back to the hotel but went and grabbed me some dinner and then I just stayed in there and watched Christmas movies and like oh, just really like relaxed and went to sleep and slept really good <laughs> I bet <laughs> and I actually vlogged it so hopefully the footage comes out good that's another thing that I, I like you were talking about Nicole about like doing things that you enjoy and like still working but doing it how you want to do it yeah so I just had a little epiphany and you know I've been doing YouTube videos but I've been doing more of like shop with me's and things like that which I do enjoy but I really enjoy vlogging so I was like I want to like jump back into it and not think about the views or you know, yeah. I'm gonna like it and watch it and all that. Just do it for myself. Just kind of have fun with it. So I was like, I'm gonna just do it. So I just started recording. So I recorded a vlog of that. And then Sunday, um, I went to my friend's baby shower. So I headed back home at, after checkout. I stopped by the donut bar in San Diego. I I didn't know that the the donuts were so freaking big. I just always oh, really? Yeah, I just always heard about like this famous donut bar or whatever. So I'm like, oh, let me stop by there. Girl, them things as big as my head. I was oh. like, uh-uh. <laughs> I never seen it. I didn't know that. I didn't know that they were big like that. Yeah, but I was already down there. So I was like, oh, I'll just get one. It took me a couple days to eat it, but it was good. Not <laughs> um, <laughs> so a couple days. Girl, it was as big as my head. I'm not even exaggerating. Like it was literally this big. And so, um, and thick. I was like, mm, I don't know if I would go back, but it was good. Anyways, um, and then, yeah, then I went, met up with my family, and then we went to the baby shower, and then came back home and chilled for the rest of the day. So, it was a pretty cool weekend. Um, yeah, it was a pretty cool weekend. So, nice, nice. I hope everybody took their notes. Yes. It's called 24 hours of self-care once a quarter, okay? Once a quarter. Put it on your calendar, put money aside to do it so that you're not stressing about trying to pay for it because the goal is not to stress, you know? Yeah. The goal so just plan for it, put a little money aside every week or whatever so that you can go to the hotel that you want to go to, you can get the massage that you want to get, eat where you want to eat, like make it all about you and just enjoy yourself even if you're just going down the street or if that's something that you can't do um like to physically get out of the house kick everybody else out of the house like do what you yeah. need to do to make that time but i feel like it's really important just to be able to be with your own thoughts and to just look out the window girl when i tell you i looked out the window so long <laughs> just sitting there because I was like oh it's so pretty like I was just staring out the window like let me just sit here in silence because silence is golden like I don't get very much silence like right two kids running around so I highly recommend yeah yes for sure all right let's move into our hot topics 
hot topics, hot topics. We got some hot ones this week. First and foremost, <clears throat> first and foremost, we have to talk about Tristan third trimester Thompson. <laughs> Because he's a mess. Oh my god. He's a mess. How you how you gonna get somebody else pregnant right now? So listen, he has somebody else pregnant and then had the nerve to say, like, oh yeah, I did sleep with her, but I don't know if the baby's mine. Basically, these are just PR PR statements that right. are coming out. That and so now he's waiting on a um, paternity test. And all while all this is happening she actually had the baby so i think she had the baby over the weekend so in 24 hours of us finding out that tristan got somebody else pregnant we find out oh my gosh she's pregnant and then a couple hours later we find like oh she just had the baby and then once she had the baby she released a statement that tristan had texted her and i'm just gonna read it real quick so that we can all be clear right on just the almost said a cuss word okay <laughs> that's what Tristan said okay you know how I feel my feelings haven't changed at all won't be involved at all by the way if you think having this baby is gonna make you some money it's completely wrong you are aware that I'm retiring after this season so in terms of support it will be whatever is required monthly for someone who's unemployed it's Texas, so it will be only a couple hundred dollars. So better off taking the 75K I'm offering you and use it. Wait, oh girl, I said, wait, I'm offering because you won't get nothing near that with having a kid with a father who's unemployed. There's no periods in this. There's not a lot. There's not a lot. Let, let no punctuation at all. Yeah, no punctuation. He's just dumb. All you will have is the baby with a father who has zero involvement with the child and a few hundred dollars of child support a month. This just goes to show how dumb he is. Like, how are you gonna text that? Dumb, dumb. Like you dumb. just walked right into this. Like, ugh. But my man, like, eh, I don't know. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> so when, when he, when she goes to court after this baby is for sure his, and she go to court and she shows how desperate low he went. Oh wait, that wait that text message was on August second, girl. When she go to court and they show that the price is going up. <laughs> oh, it's definitely going up. The judge is gonna be like, listen, what? What and what on God's green earth did you feel like you don't have to own up to these responsibilities? And sir, just because you're going to be retired doesn't mean you're not going to be making any money, okay? And it's, I will find a way to loop in Chloe too. Well, if he can't afford it, then you pay for it. <laughs> and let's not even forget, you know what I did just remembered right now? He did this to his first baby mama too. Yeah. The first one, he offered her 75K and she took it and she kind of shut up because we already knew that that was the baby. So she took the money and she was quiet about it, allegedly. No, I think she did an interview and said that. But this is all allegedly, okay? Look at it. We don't want to promise. But he, okay, <laughs> anyway, anyway. This girl is smart though. She calculated this because she said, I'm going to wait until I'm almost due so I can mm -hmm. put all this stuff out and then I can get the paternity test. Boom. And he gonna have to eat his words boom and everything's just gonna line up 
because if she would have did all this months ago right like oh you have to, you don't have to wait for the baby to come and do a paternity but it's just more difficult yeah so i feel like she was like i'm gonna have my pregnancy bliss i'm gonna do what i need to do to keep myself sane throughout my pregnancy but as soon mm-hmm. as you have this baby all hell finna break loose <laughs> soon as she went into labor she was like oh it's time and Nothing she already had it drafted up <laughs> She yeah she had let these streets know went into labor, put the phone on the charger, got the phone back and said, "It's on." And she is ruining all of Chloe's plans because we have a theory about that. <laughs> Kendra, we have a solid theory on this, and I'm gonna let Kendra say it because solid. I'm hot. Solid. It's so crazy because we we both had the same thought before we even like brought it up, but we know. We know. Chloe's surrogate is currently pregnant. Allegedly, Allegedly. we know. Allegedly that we know. (laughs) (laughs) We have a theory that they have a surrogate that is currently pregnant with their child, Tristan Mm. or Chloe. Mm -hmm. And we know what comes with that. People Magazine, Expose, um, they have a new reality show that's coming out on Hulu. So all Mm -hmm. that footage is probably getting coverage right now and they i'm sure they have this whole rollout plan for how it's gonna look and the perfect little family and da 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 and here he go blowing up her spot again 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 and i'm just wondering we're wondering when is enough enough like is, <laughs> is chloe gonna stand by him like is she gonna stand by him again probably so through all this like why mm why this just goes to show how much trauma women go through and they just still push through it because they want to be with this man like what she wants all her kids to have the same father so all the kardashians all put themselves through this same traumatic stuff courtney did it kim did it um listen uh Kylie doing it Kylie Kylie doing it is they just want to have all their kids with the same father because if not it's just another thing to hurt their egos right but you know Chloe had a good thing going when she had that television show like that show was so good which show the the workout show where she had people lose weight and revenge body right Uh uh-huh that show was so good and she couldn't come back because how dirty Tristan did her Mm-mm. and she took him back and so they couldn't redo the show because it didn't make no sense you telling all these other people to leave that man and right. you took yours back right and man and there's so many I'm just like what is it about him like he doesn't seem that great like sorry he just doesn't but I don't know we don't have <laughs> <laughs> We don't know what goes behind closed doors, but what we do know is that when the streets is talking, they're not just talking to talk. Like, mm. when the stuff comes out about him, it's always true. Yeah. So it sucks because it's like, oh, you can't even say, like, oh, people just hating on him and da 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 Like, he can't keep it in his pants. Like, yeah. he can't keep it in his pants and he's sloppy about it. And you would think that after all this time and all the drama and baby mama situations that he would know not to leave a paper trail because they're going to blast you. But he hasn't learned. 
So we'll see how things unfold. If Chloe is going to just dust him off and package him back up and present him to us again. No. <laughs> the next thing, it's going to be his mental health. That's where this is going because that's the only scapegoat she got left is it comes to find out Tristan has trauma and he's mentally and he's got he does and we're not gonna act like yeah. that's not that could not be valid but you still have to be accountable for your actions yeah and he's but that that's the road we'll be going on to because um it's a it's definitely a um what's it called it's a repeat cycle over there of all the different things that happen in that family it's a it's it's a call what's it called like it's a cycle like it's a it's like a family thing like it's like it's a just a generational curse but it's not because they bring it on themselves like it's not <laughs> happening to them they're making it happen like somebody is showing you something early <sighs> Like it's how you get in. It's how they. It's how Chloe got into the situation. Like yeah, her yeah. set up to to get her every time because of how she got in the situation. So I we can't yeah. even say it's like a generation yeah. curse because you're right. Put the curse on themselves. Like <laughs> and you know what? And it started from that mama. Oh, okay. That's all I'm gonna say about that. But. <laughs> But you're right, though. You're 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 completely right, and it definitely started how she got in it. How you get in things is how it's gonna go. She should have known his willingness to leave his girlfriend of like years while she's in her like about to be doing, and she was in her third trimester. That you know. Yeah, because he did the same thing to her. Was she laying up in the hospital? He out here cheating and doing God knows what. Mm. so and then yeah on another note let's get into something <laughs> you know let's just keep let's just keep the mess going okay next up <laughs> <laughs> I was in the car and I heard the radio people talking about there was a situation where these 900 employees were all fired <laughs> via zoom <laughs> And they played the recording. The guy was like, um, I just want to officially let you guys know you are officially terminated and no longer blah, 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 blah. Like an official statement, but instead of on the paper, it was like via Zoom. Yeah, because he could have clearly sent, sent an email. Like, why did he see... Mm -mm. What, did the company shut down or he was just firing everybody? I have, I don't know if the company shut down or if he just fired 900 people, but um, they said that the employees started cussing them out via Zoom. <laughs> oh, no, that's right. Like, you got us up on here early in the morning. So okay, right before Christmas. Oh. <laughs> and then, holiday season. <laughs> uh, somebody said, um, I wonder how he had it listed on the calendar. Because, you know. <laughs> Like mandatory meeting or, you know. Mandatory meeting, I'm sure. Because it did not say termination party. That's so, uh, like, that is so rude. Like, ugh. Yeah. He didn't have the cojones to do it in person. Yeah. Or they could have been remote. 
And 900 employees, that is a lot of people to fire. That's a lot of people to uh, fire. And you start all them people at one time, that's a lot. That is a lot of emails to send to. That's true. You know what I've seen? Um, I've seen it in corporate where uh, they divide everybody up into rooms. Oh, wow. And it's like, y'all, y'all are all fired. <laughs> yeah. So they sit in a room of like, okay, guys, we need so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. I need all so-and-so. I need you to all go to room, you know, in this room or whatever. And then the HR person comes in and they're like, just would like to let you guys all know um, this is your two weeks. This company was nice. They were like, this is your, you know, last two weeks. And they gave them the packages and all that. You know how they but used they, to put on top model? They used to have them all like go into different rooms. Was that top model? Where they yeah. would take them to different rooms and they'll be like, you don't know if you're the room that made it or you don't know if you're in the room that got didn't make it. at home. Yeah, it's like that. It was it was just like that. And that's kind of funny because I imagine being in those rooms, you have to be um, in those rooms, you have to think like, Okay, let me look for that one model. They said, like, yeah, like, like my hair with, oh, Lord, she did terrible. I know I'm going. Home. Yeah, oh, that one. Oh, yeah. oh, oh dog. You got to look around like, dang, I'm in here with y'all. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm in here wasting my time. Right. This did me up. Anyway, um, if I $40, <laughs> <laughs> you want $40, so I could go. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny because that was a hot topic too about how they was trying to get mad that they wasn't getting paid and uh was your girl what was her name takara Takara. she was like basically it was a per diem it was not a payment like this is a contest you're you're in the contest to win the big prize at the end like you don't get paid to be in a contest like it's a launching pad so being on the show is going to give you exposure and because a lot of them girls you know they kept working even yeah if, look at her yeah she haven't she stopped working since she left the show okay and i saw her one time in um at universal city walk and she was so pretty i was like dang i saw her one time yeah it's all about like what you do with it you know look yeah at eva wing i think she won though. oh yeah yeah uh i think so yeah Okay, next up, um, recently L.A. Reid was on The Real, and they asked him who did he want to see in the versus battle, and I thought he brought up such a good one. He said it should be Beyonce versus Mariah Carey. It's a pretty good matchup. I think Beyonce obviously is going to, like, kill her, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, L.A. Reid was saying... Mar Mariah Carey is kind of underrated and she got some really big hits she does have really big hits however Beyonce has not stopped making hits like mm -hmm. when's, the, when's, the, when's the last hit Mariah Carey had we belong together like 2005 <laughs> 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 I think she did have something after that but like that's the last, last song that I remember that was like yeah. girl this song anywhere you play that song I'm gonna stop and sing the whole song I'm not leaving I'm not getting out of my yeah. car like I'm gonna sing that whole song 
Uh, hey, she never stopped. But also, Mariah Carey started before her, so yeah, um, she does have a huge resume just in general. And then it's like, huh, you know, well, versus is really just about the music. So if it's just about the music, I feel like it's a good matchup. But if they do performances, that's when it goes to Beyonce. Yeah, it's not a good matchup at all. But not performance-wise. But if they sat in the chair like the old verses, it would be good. Yeah. yeah. But they're not going to sit. I don't feel like Beyonce would do it. No, I don't think so. Well, uh, if, she, if she has a reason to do it. Like, it has to be... Like, like a, it has a to be... concert or something, like a... Or, like, it has to be, like... I'm going to put my brand new album against your old album and we're going to see who wins and nobody's even heard the album yet. We're going to play it right now for the first time. My new album. Yeah, something first, crazy, yeah. yeah. First, you're 20 years of hits and we're going to see who wins. Yeah. Yeah, it would have to be something like that because I don't see her just getting up there and doing it. Because everybody else has done it. Like, she doesn't do things that other people do. Like, yeah, I don't see her doing that, but yeah. I feel like that would be amazing if they did. Like, that would be lit. That would be lit, yeah. Do you watch any of the verses? Yes, I haven't watched the ones lately because I don't follow verses on Instagram. So the only way I hear about it is if like the Shade Room or somebody else post it. But I feel like the last one I watched was like uh, Ja Rule and Fat Joe. I think that was the last one I watched. Oh, okay. That was a good one. I love Ja Rule, okay? Like, <laughs> Ja Rule's music, I would go to a Ja Rule concert. Like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it's, it's a nostalgia for me. Like, like even at, um, I was watching Ashanti's, uh, she got like an award at the BET Soul Train Awards. And, um, she, you know, because she has songs with Fat Joe and Ja Rule, so she had Fat Joe come out, and I was like, oh, and then Ja Rule came out like, Rule, baby, and I was like, ah! <laughs> 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 it's just something about, yeah, yeah, my eye. yeah, you know, like those songs just like make you feel good. So, yeah, I love me some Ja Rule. Not Somebody's, like thank you, but yeah. <laughs> like Somebody said the other day, like, okay, in 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 thirty years from now, who's gonna be the artist that comes on and we're like, oh yeah, this is from our time. Like this is, yeah. Oh wait, okay. I know we're getting super off topic, but remember, did, I saw that thing you posted today mm-hmm. about how I just okay, I just love Gen- Generation Z because they just love yeah. our. They love our, our, um, our what? Our era. Like. Yeah, they love our era. They love the way we dressed. They love our music. They love our dances. So you posted something where um, the te- they were doing, they, they're just now learning the jerk or whatever. Yes. And so the teacher came out from our era and was like, did it fully and they were just blown away. Yes. I was like, oh, we getting old. Like our our dances are now like old school dances, quote unquote. Like what the heck? Yeah, that's so <laughs> weird. It's like, wait, it's old school? Like what? He came out there and made us proud. I'm like, look at him. Go ahead. Okay. He did all of it. He was good. He was committed. Yeah. Okay. And last but not least, um, wanna touch on 
this morning or this week we got sad news um mm -hmm. i follow nick cannon on his um his show on on uh oh on youtube i follow his show on youtube so i had saw little things on instagram talking about his son and it was sad and i was just like well let me watch it on his youtube so i can see the full thing you know mm -hmm. and he started the show off with a picture and he explained that the picture was his youngest son zen and or yeah zen and they call him z and with his son youngest son um when he was about two months old he noticed his head was kind of big and he was like yeah all my kids got big heads whatever you know it's the canyon tradition or whatever uh -huh. and he's he said at two months he started to notice a cough so he took his son in for a cough and it was really just a parent's nightmare he took his kid in for a cough and he found out that the kid's cough was fine but there was something going on with his head mm -hmm. come to find out he was having extra fluids in his in the child's head and he was like you know zen he was such a full spirit and he was just so bubbly and he was just like so chill but just so loving and it was just you know babies have that energy right they just have this babies have this energy of like they're just so happy to be here right right like and so i'm driving listen to this and he's like and you know we got the news that he had the you know basically brain cancer and he was you know he was doing good and then you know, they told us kind of, you know, how it was going to go. And then he said over Thanksgiving, it took a turn and it started to speed up. Mm. This is Nick Cannon, his youngest child. Um, so when the baby uh, this past weekend, he flew down to be with the baby this past weekend and he spent him and the, and the girl and the baby, they all went to the beach and spent the day he just was just kind of just took the time to fly out there because he, he does a show from new york to just really spend time with the baby he really goes over this story like so beautifully you know mm -hmm. and he said when it was time to go he was they were leaving the beach or whatnot when it was time to go the sun started to set that's when the sun goes down right uh-huh okay the sun was starting to set and he had to turn back around to go get the baby. And the son basically saying like when the sun set, it was the babies. You know how people say when babies, you know, pass away or people pop away, pass away, sunrise and sunset. Yeah. So he was like, as I was leaving to go back to New York, I got a call and I, and I had to turn back around and it was his sunset. And he was like, I didn't know that that was going to be the last time that I was going to hold my child while they were at the beach wow and it was just i'm just boohooing in the car i'm just boohooing in the car and god's like nicole it's not safe to be crying in the car you got your daughter in the car yeah <laughs> but i just broke it really just broke my heart because you know nick you know this is his sixth child he's always kind of getting made fun of for how many kids he has mm -hmm. and in that moment you know he had to have the your worst nightmare as a parent and yeah. honestly like for me the older i get i'm I, that was like kind of another reason like i feel like if i would have started having kids when i was younger i probably would have like four or five kids but because i'm older and then all the things that stress you out like of course you just want to pray and god cover you and stuff like that but the it's like the older you get those are real situations and it doesn't really matter if you're young or older or this and that yeah. but it really doesn't matter whatever's supposed to be is going to be but 
it was just seeing him walk through that and just the pain you could see in his face. Yeah. And the, your, your youngest child, your sixth child, you know, your sixth child, you feel like, you know, you know how to raise kids, you know how to take yeah. care of kids. And I also kind of think sometimes like, not in general, but like with him specifically, you think, or you feel, I have six children, I'm doing great, mm -hmm. you know, like, and then your youngest gets sick like that. Like, right. if, I think that also put him in a, in a mindset of like, I'm just, cause he just was, not that he was having kids willy nilly, but he was just kind of like, if you're down, I'm down. Like, this is my, yeah, this is, you know. Yeah, he was kind of on that more the merrier type deal. And I feel like that really made his mind like rethink some things. Like, it's not really the more the merrier. Like each child you have, it, it, you don't know how it's going to go. You're praying yeah. for the best. Yeah. Yeah. And the more you have, you're increasing chances of different situations. What, and it's just like, that's, I think that's just the biggest hurt in the world. Like a friend of mine, her father had passed and I, and I said, you know, he, he would, nobody wants your, your, your parent to pass, but I would tell you, he would pick that over you from the first day he was born. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, I think that's just the biggest nightmare in the world as a parent to, to lose a child. And I commend him though, for coming on and speaking about it and sharing his heart and his strength. Like he was attributing that all to God. He was like, you know, I don't know where I will be or, or how I, I wouldn't be able to sit here if it weren't for my faith and, you yeah. know, God carrying me through and I commend him for sharing the story and for coming and pushing through because this happens to people every day. Yep. And there's so many parents who are suffering and who have went through this and went through it alone or didn't yeah. feel seen or supported. And um, for him to speak about it, share his heart and, you know, encourage other people that, you know, you can push through, you can, you can, you can just put one foot in front of the other and you know you can live through this like it's it's a tragedy it, it's painful it hurts but you know you have to you have to push through and i really commend him for coming out and speaking about it and being vulnerable and because you know a lot of times we see him in the media you know like you said people are joking about it and stuff but at the end of the day he is a father he, yeah. is, he is a, a person, he has a heart, he has feelings, and he's going through something that's terrible. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people can relate to that. So, um, yeah, it's just so disheartening. I was crying too, like watching yeah. the story and um, just thinking about everything. And, you know, my heart just hurts for him and the mother. Like, I was thinking about the mother because... Yeah yeah that's you know it's her baby and um you know it's a different connection you know so prayers to them man prayers yeah. to them and their entire family and who anybody else who's suffering um suffering with that because it is not easy no no not at all not at all not easy at all okay so we're going to transition um to our mama moments. Yes. Shift, shift a little bit. 
<laughs> yes. Well, on the happier note, yeah. mama moments. Okay, I'll just tell you mine. Um, so, baby Araya, okay? <laughs> she is so bubbly. She is so fun. And she has, you know how I told you, I had told you one time that she does the whole um, put her down to sleep and she fake sleep and then she get up like, uh, don't put me down, right? Yeah. Well, she has perfected this new skill of crying with no tears. Oh my gosh. <laughs> She'd be like, ah, you know, I can't do it on here. Ah, ah, ah. No, yeah. I'm like, she likes, and then she smile. And then I'm like, you playing me right now. <laughs> you playing me. You're playing me. And you know what? <laughs> Uh, you're playing me. She's sleeping better, but uh, she's playing me. And um, yeah, she oh. <laughs> and she's trying to walk. She's trying to walk. Oh my goodness. And she's trying to stand. So she's trying to stand. And so everything she grabs, she just want to stand and then look at you and smile like, <laughs> I'm standing. I'm on you. I'm almost about to be able to wreck everything up in here. Because <laughs> she could crawl and she crawling fast. And so now it's all about trying to stand. And she could literally sit on the ground, put her legs up, put her hands on the floor and try to pop herself up. Oh my goodness. And last but not least, it reminded me how like in motivation, people are always trying to say like, baby you know that people always say babies fall a thousand times but they don't give up they keep getting back up they keep getting back up and you were a baby once too you're gonna fall a thousand times you need to get back up you know yeah and so every time i see her get up and fall with a smile and get back up i'm like whoa it's like it's like it reminds you like wow she's i've seen her fall like 10 times 10 20 you know i'm with her all day so i see every time she tries you know that's good i'm like you're you're trying you're falling and you're smiling you you, and it's like Mm -hmm. wow beat it yeah if she gotta go i'm gonna walk so i can yeah she keep looking that's what she keep looking at me like oh i'm gonna walk oh i'm gonna walk you just wait uh, my mom's physical therapist because my mom's having to ha- my mom had to recently learn how to rewalk and she was like you have to use your sight the sight is what teaches you how to rewalk because you don't understand how you're using your legs because they're so on like auto like auto right mm-hmm. so she was like that's what babies do they're literally watching you how you get up and then that's how they teach themselves to do it yeah so she, my mom was like, she's just watching you guys on how every movement of how you do it so that she can learn. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. That's that, amazing. That's how they grow. That's how they learn. And that's how we grow and learn. We do yeah. thing when we want to learn a new skill or if we see somebody that's killing it in one area, you know, we like, well, they, as soon as they get on live, I'm like, <laughs> And what gym, what free gyms they gonna drop today? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I kick myself in the foot all the time because Ming Lee once dropped in Clubhouse this good text app. She was like, this text app saved me so much money. And I, I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna remember it. And I knew I should have just wrote it down. And I think yes. I did, but I can't find it. And it bugs me. And sometimes she goes live and I'll ask her, what text app did you use? What? She don't reply. Right. She ain't looking at that. She do. Yeah, she not can. What's your mama moment? 
Okay, so my mama moment, um, you know, last week my kids were sick, um, so they're doing better, so I'm happy about that, especially, yeah. you know, Kendon was being all tugging on my heartstrings about, I don't want to be sick no more. <laughs> so um, it's just good to just see, you know, when your kids are sick, they're different. Like, he wasn't, like, down and out or anything, but he just feels more free because he's, you know, his nose isn't constantly running. He's not, doesn't feel miserable. Um, and I noticed that he's just wanting all the hugs and the kisses and like, he was so affectionate because he was just sick for so long. And he was just like over being sick. And now he's like, I can just, cause, cause when his not, nose was snotting and stuff, I'm like, don't put your face on my shirt. Like, <laughs> like let's, let's wipe your nose. Every time he comes to me all snotty, I'm like, let me wipe your nose before I give you a hug, you know? Mm. And so now he can just come and sit in my lap and, but it's 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 interesting to see the the dynamic between the two of them because um Bryson and Kendon. Kendon, he's always been a little jealous of Bryson. Like since he got here, he's been a little jealous. But recently, so Kendon, he used to let me kiss him all the time. Mm-hmm. But as he got older, he's like, Oh, don't kiss me now, you know. But now I give Bryson all the kisses because he's so you know, affectionate. He likes kisses and hugs and just to come lay across your lap and everything. And so Kendon sees that. He's like, Mom, oh, you don't give me a kiss. You don't give me a kiss. And I'm like, you want a kiss? So come here. You know, and I just, oh, you're so sweet, sweet sugar. Give me some sweet sugar. You know, so he's like, all the kisses. He's just like basking in it. And I'm just enjoying it because I know the moment is going to pass again, but <laughs> I'm just okay. enjoying the fact that he's letting me hug and kiss on him, even if it's because he's jealous. And what's so funny now is like Bryson come over there like, hey, what y'all doing? Like he come and he'll look and, and he'll see me kissing Kendon and he'll push Kendon out the way. And I'm like, oh no, y'all can't be fighting over me. Like this is ridiculous. So right. boys love, boys love hard. Okay. Oh yes. And they love their mama. They, yeah, they love their mama. I, I enjoy it. I am um, so content when they, but sometimes, you know, you want your space, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm affectionate as well. So I do enjoy all the hugs and kisses. See, I'm not that affectionate, and every time my son be all about me, I, I, I try to, like, I don't want to be, like, push him away, so I'll be like, oh, okay, you know, I try to, like, okay, take a deep breath, and, like, okay, you know, this is his love language, and, like, I try to just be all super, and then I'll be like, okay, now give me some, give me some personal space. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, I need a little personal space, I need a little personal space. Kids cross all your boundaries, they care nothing okay. boundaries. boundaries. I had to tell my daughter today, can I, can I use the bathroom by myself? Like, yes, I'm in the bathroom. Like I'm trying to use the bathroom. They don't care. Kendi will come in there while I'm using the bathroom. Like mom, can I have a sandwich? And I'm like, sure. After I use the bathroom, I'll get you a sandwich. Comes back. Mom, no, stand right there. Can I, 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 I want a sandwich. I really want a sandwich. I said, Kendi, can I make you a sandwich while I'm using the bathroom? No, but I just really want a sandwich. And I'm like, give me a minute. <laughs> Listen. It was my vibe here. Because <laughs> we all know the bathroom is really the hideout spot. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. And dads know how to use the bathroom the best. Right. <laughs> okay. Maybe just oh my gosh. On the toilet. Too much. But anyway. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna move into our topic for today. Um, so the internet was in an uproar last week about something that us as mom feel like is so silly, but we're going to talk about it because a lot of people seem to be misinformed. Yeah. So they were in an uproar about if it's appropriate for a little boy to have a kitchen set. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's like... I can't believe this is a, even a topic. I mean, actually, I can. I could believe that it's a topic because, you know, in society, people believe that, um, you know, specific genders should only do specific things. And quite honestly, something like this, though, I'm like, bro, it's a life skill. Like, everybody has a kitchen in their house, whether you're a bachelor, you live by yourself. Yeah. or you are married or you're a woman or whatever you are everybody in the house have a kitchen listen so why can't your child play with the kitchen how you feel about this nicole because i was just like Thrilled. listen i'll tell you when i was a first time mom you know when you're a first time mom you're learning so much information and when i was a first time mom i was really trying to you know it's a whole new space and i don't know how it came up but one time this teacher told me that honestly toys that girls tend to play with are more um like down to earth like real things like the barbies look like real people not real people but you know like they have faces and like they have you know real things and like the kitchen is a real thing people see every day so mm -hmm. for a boy a lot of boys are gonna play with um things that are like in real life like their imagination mm -hmm. is not going out to seek these toys that look complex they're gonna it's gonna be firsthand like second nature second nature or whatever to yeah, they like to they boys tend to gravitate more to things that cause them to use their imagination so they like to play with practical not practical things like they'll take like a toilet paper roll and make it into a spaceship or their cars they're like you know flying out in the space yeah, somewhere. but like, they see the cars yeah so they're like cars are relatable so barbie dolls and dolls period and and uh play sets that's relatable and i think people don't realize that they want them to automatically go into these toys that are not as relatable and that's something that they can grow into over time with, as they're exposed to it. But when they're really little, like when we got our playset, we made sure to get a gender, a gender neutral playset. Right. So it's not super girly mm -hmm. and it's not super uh, manly or boy-ish. It's just, it's just um, neutral. gender neutral. Yeah, yeah. And when we gave it to them for Christmas, it was for both of them. Now, my son has gotten older and likes video games. So now my daughter plays with it more and now she wants a girly one, mm -hmm. but it's like, it, it's just, it's just silly. It's just silly. I think it, and I feel like it comes from like a lack of understanding and um, the word or the phrase toxic masculinity keeps getting thrown around with this topic because yeah. 
people are overthinking things and over sexualizing things that have nothing to do with one another. Like, I feel like it's different if it were a dollhouse. And it's like, oh, I'm not buying my son no dollhouse. Now, if you want to buy your son a dollhouse, that's your business. But I feel like a kitchen set in a dollhouse is completely different. Yeah. But for me, I have two boys and I have a kitchen set. And it's, like you said, mine's not even gender neutral. It's gray and baby blue. (laughs) You know, mine might be gray and baby blue too. Actually, I think mine is, no, I think mine's just like predominantly gray. Yeah. And so, I mean, that is neutral, but um, it was suggested to get for, get because um, it helps develop, it helps to develop children um developmentally it helps them developmentally so to be able to have the food there and open and close the refrigerator open and close so the refrigerator opens you know however refrigerator opens and the oven opens the other way so it's showing them how things open and close um it has the knobs on there that works with their fine motor skills to help them turn the knobs back and forth left to right you know teaching them that way um, it has spoons, helps with their coordination for them to stir. And, and then also, this is a life skill. Yeah. Everybody has a kitchen in their house. Everybody needs to know how to wash dishes. Everybody needs to know how to, um, you know, stir up whatever they're cooking. Like, everybody needs to learn how to communicate. So when you have a kitchen set, most likely when you're playing with your kids, hello, play with your kids, yeah it's like oh i would like to eat such and such so it helps with dialogue it helps yeah. them to identify fruits and vegetables like there's so there's many, so much there's, there's so much more to you are hindering your children if you are preventing them from indulging and playing with things that are going they're going to need later on in life like in newsflash i hate to break it to you but if your kids are going to school or preschool or daycare they're playing with the place. Your boys, they're playing in the kitchen because yeah. I was a preschool teacher and the kitchen was the most popular area out of all the areas in the, the circuit. The kitchen was the most popular area for boys and girls. Yeah. Why? Because it has so many things in there for them to gravitate towards that they see in their household. It's relatable, like Nicole was saying. Like, yeah. We had a, a broom in there so they can pretend, you know, at home, it's like, put that broom up. You, you messing with my stuff. But here, yeah. everything was their size so they can practice sweeping and mopping. They would even pretend that they were in their own household. The little boy would sit down and be like, I'm the daddy. Yep. Mom would be like, I'm the mama. And they could put on dress up clothes. They could interact with each other. They could sit there and have dinner, modeling, what a healthy family looks like like these are all positive things that are going to help develop your sons and help them to grow into a nice upstanding man and to be able to provide and take care of himself to where he's out of your house and he don't know how to cook a meal or wash a dish like or be afraid to yeah or i'm not allowed in the kitchen like yeah standing at the door in the dorms, like, can somebody go in there and make me uh, such and such? And girls, especially in 20, 
by the time they go to college, these girls ain't gonna probably ain't gonna even know how to cook. So <laughs> okay, they they, not, they don't need to fit for themselves. <laughs> they gonna need to know how to do a little something something. Okay, and it's kind of funny because um um I like at my daughter's school. Uh, they call it Fun Friday, and on Fun Friday, they get extended amount of time to play at the kitchen set because it's such a popular thing that the time gets cut during the week, and then we're all doing good so that on Fun Friday, we get to do an extended amount of time, way longer than we normally do, with the kitchen set, and that's what they all look forward to every Friday, and it's all of them, and my son was in that same, had that same teacher, and she did the same thing before because it's a popular thing, like, when I play with my kids, every time they want to play family, they want to pick up, be a dad, a sister, a brother, a grandpa, a grandma, whatever. Yeah. And um, one of them will go and make something and they'll tell us what they, what my son will tell me what he made. My daughter will tell me what she made. They'll trade food. What does the food taste like? And yeah. they, they, and it's a bond. It's also a bonding thing too. Like, they're bonding, they're playing together, I'm in there, and then I sneak out. <laughs> For real. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the bathroom. Right. It, it I go change a diaper. <laughs> right. It, promote, it promotes a lot of healthy dialogue, and it's really honestly just sad that to see and read some of these things that these parents are saying as to reasons why they won't let their sons play in the kitchen and it's really sad because some of the i'm trying to find the um listen are um, you gonna not if they, you know what i don't like is that okay do you not let your daughter uh play video games because there's a lot of um girl gamers okay and somebody was like he needs to be playing with a tool set who says he can't play with a kitchen set and a tool set like yeah, that because this little boy has a kitchen set that he doesn't play with anything else but the kitchen. And they had like a cool little chef hat on the little boy. And then somebody was like, well, he ain't getting a kitchen set, but he can have this. And then it was a photo of a bar, like a play, um, like a play set that was like a bar, like a liquor bar. Oh, wow, that's crazy. The kid dresses up as a bartender. So you'd rather your kid be a bartender than to learn a life skill? Like, I don't understand. And it just goes to show, like, where we are, you know, with the people in society and the people that we're dealing with. And that's why we have, like, all this craziness going on because people are so lost. They don't know who they should be, who they're allowed to be, you know, they're so misguided like people are so misguided and i'm just like i don't even understand why this is even a topic and if you're so afraid of whatever your fear is behind it that's what you need to that's what people need to focus on why yeah. i'm so afraid of my son playing in the kitchen what's wrong <laughs> with me exactly so where i've over sexualized this and i think my son is going to turn out because let's be honest, this is what they're saying. They're yeah. afraid their son is going to turn it out to be a specific way because he plays when the kitchen set. Like that's that's so that's, far from, that's so far from the truth. So you need to figure out why you're so afraid of your your child being able to indulge and learn a life skill. Like that just poses another question. Do do you feel like 
there are toys who should that should be gender specific you know i feel like when i was a first time mom i probably would have said yes Mm -hmm. but now that i feel and i didn't grow up around boys Mm -hmm. so i didn't grow up around boys so like even for like this christmas i don't know what to buy my son Mm -hmm. okay i know what he's into but like i don't really know like what to buy him Mm -hmm. and I just didn't grow up around boys. So like my son is my first experience really growing up around a, a boy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was first, first time mom, I would have said yes, but now I'm like, no, there's no gender specific toys. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I would say, I'm not gonna lie, I would be uncomfortable buying my son like, Maybe there is a little bit of gender specific. Like, yeah. I would be uncomfortable with buying my son, like, a pretend makeup. Yeah, no. Like, a pretend makeup or, like, a pretend, like, do the doll's hair. I would probably feel uncomfortable with that. But yeah. if he showed an interest in it, like, like if he showed an interest in, like, wanting, like, Barbie dolls, mm-hmm. I, if he showed an interest, I would probably get it for him, because I don't, I wouldn't want him to think, like, oh, what's wrong what's with wrong me? wrong with it, yeah. And I, I would, it would make it a bigger deal. Now, makeup, I would be uncomfortable with that, mm-hmm. and um, I can't even lie to you, I would feel uncomfortable with that, mm-hmm. um, but I do think that, like, I, I feel like this is why men, and especially Black men, end up having so much trauma. Yeah. Because there's so many stipulations that are put on them that they got to sit in this box. They got to, right. they, can't, they can't cry. They can't show too much emotion. They can't, you know, like, I, it wasn't until I had my son that I even knew boys cried. Like, I didn't know mm-hmm. that boys got emotional. I didn't know that boys could be, like, my, of course, my, my husband is, like, affectionate with me and stuff, but I didn't know that, like, boys could be, um, like even at a young age, be like affectionate and loving. And it's like, whoa, how do they go from this to just being just completely like by 16, 17, 18 years old or whatever, just being kind of heartless, you know? Yeah. yeah. Because they didn't start out that way. Right. But if, if every time they try to show some type of emotion or to tap into their feelings, it's getting shut down that men don't do that, suck it up, keep it yeah. moving, then... That's why by the time they 17, 18 years old, they just so hardcore that they don't even know how to express themselves and they start fighting and acting out in other ways because they got all this stuff bottled up Yeah, because they were never allowed to express themselves. So as far as the toys for me, I'm not going to lie. I'm not buying. (laughs) I'm not buying. Um, I'm not buying dolls. I'm not buying. But see, but boys really do play with dolls. They the do. Spider-Man, this, is this is what this is what I'm gonna say. The Spider-Man I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to buy it. But there have been times where we've been at like those indoor play places or whatever, and Kenan is playing with some other kids or whatever, and yeah. he'll take the doll and he'll put it in his uh cart, like a shopping cart. And he's like, I'm taking the baby to the store. And then he'll yeah. zoom off and the baby's head is flying one way and he's zooming yep. the other way. 
I'm not gonna go and be like, you can't play with the baby dog. Like, no, right. he's playing with the baby dog like a boy. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Even, even if he did pick up the baby and pat it on his shoulder, that's great because guess what? He's gonna be a father one day, and he's gonna have to learn how to hold a baby and how to take care of a baby. Yeah. He's also very helpful with his brother. So if his brother starts crying, he knows how to take his brother and to console him because he's seen me do that, right? He's seen his exactly. dad do that. So if if he's at a playground or a playroom or whatever and the baby is crying and he gives the baby a pat on the shoulder, he says, shh, baby, guess what? I'm going to be a proud mom because he's seen how to properly take care and, and be compassionate and take care of a baby, right? Right. For me, I, he... I don't know. If he asked for one, I don't know what I would do. But Yeah, like a baby doll, I probably would feel uncomfortable with that. I probably would feel uncomfortable with the baby doll. Yeah. But I don't feel like as far as being able to play with any, I feel like he could play with whatever he want to play with. Yeah. If he's interested in something and he wants to play with it, I don't have a problem with that. Now, as right. far as purchasing certain things, I'm not going to purchase baby dolls and like stuff yeah. like that because that's just that's just where i'm cutting it off at i'm that's just me okay yeah don't don't shoot me down but <laughs> i will allow him to play with it if we're somewhere else and he wants to play with it because right. he has done that before and i don't see an issue with that because it's another thing that's a part of a life skill like you said like makeup and stuff no i'm not doing that but as far as um and he already says stuff like ew that's for girls or like yeah. see something he'd be like ew that's for girls or whatever like that's just naturally comes to little boys they think that the stuff little girls do is nasty i don't know yeah. but i don't feel like we should be beating our kids down for showing interest in something because at the end of the day you know, it's hard as a parent to see certain things, but there's male makeup artists, yep. there's male chefs, there's male stylists, yeah. like pretty much anything that these days, anything a woman has as an occupation, a male can have as an occupation, vice versa. There are female mechanics. And firefighters. Female firefighters. There are female wrestlers. There are female police officers. Yeah. Anything you could, construction workers, there's female construction workers. Uh, vice presidents. Okay. I, and, and, and whatever people show interest in is their business. Why yeah. does it affect you? Now, yeah. when it comes down to being your child, that's one thing. But our goal as parents should be to uplift our children encourage them help them to be the the best possible human being that we can help them be yeah so if they are interested in something it's not our job to tear them down and to 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 beat it out of them or whatever our job is to be there for them our job is to encourage them our job is to introduce them to a plethora of things so that they don't just feel like the only occupation options are doctor, lawyer, teacher, policeman. Like our job is to expose them to different things so that they can learn about different things and see what they gravitate towards. The exactly. truth of the matter is, is what's in front of them is what they're going to gravitate towards. So 
And that for me is why I don't buy dolls. But <laughs> yeah, but and that's true. Like I, I know with okay, like with my kids, my daughter plays with dolls, so she's like, Austin, she'll tell my son, Austin, come play with me, come play with me. And sometimes he'll pick up a doll, or sometimes he'll pick up a Spider Man, mm-hmm. or sometimes he'll build the house for the dolls to play in. Yeah. Um, for her dolls to play in and he'll build the house and like it just the way people sexualize things is just it's giving too much it's it's right. like and kids are kids like to explore they want to yeah. try different things they want to see you know what it's all about and like you said her that's her brother that's the person that she has in her household to play with Right. Like, of course he's going to play with his sister. Of course he's yeah. going to spend time with her and do the things that she likes to do because that's his baby sister. Yeah. You know, and it's not our job to over-sexualize things. When you yeah. do that, you're putting something in your kid's head to say, well, what's wrong with it? Why do they tell me I can't have it? Like, why, what, why? And if you just say it's for girls, well, why is it only for girls? Like, yeah. I don't understand why is this only for girls? Why can't I do it? And they might get upset and sneak and do it because you told them they couldn't do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, something that happened with us was like when Austin was, okay, when Austin was a baby, he got attached to holding my hair and falling asleep. Mm-hmm. So he'll hold on my hair and he'll fall asleep. And when I'm not, I went, and since he was co-sleep when he would when I wasn't there he would hold on to my husband's little bitty hair and fall asleep and my husband would be like get rid of my stop doing that stop doing that but as he's gotten older he still has an attachment to like holding my hair you know mm-hmm. so sometimes he'll like kind of like not play with my hair but kind of just like hold on to it and, and like, like maybe twist a couple strands and I'm and my husband is like don't play with her hair you know and I'm mm-hmm. like he has an, a, an emotional attachment He's been yeah. doing this since he was a newborn, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's like, you have to put things back into perspective. Like you can't yeah. sexualize everything. Like you have to put it back into a natural perspective of what is going on. Like for him, that's, that's a, an emotional connection to yeah. me and my hair and being affectionate. and so people just want to put everything in one box and not look at a big picture of things the world already does a a good enough job of over sexualizing everything like it's our job to just take those those restrictions off and break them down to what they were what they were meant to originally meant to be yeah these toys were created to as like pretend play yeah or life skills there's different places for children's like most children's museums or pretend city things like that they have a bank a kitchen a restaurant a fire station a police station a gas station a house um a mechanic a you know they have all these things because it's pretend city it's life and they've created these toys to help our children learn life skills and if it's anything i my this is my thing if it's anything that your kid whether male or female will have to do in life i feel like it should be okay yeah like everybody's gonna have to pump gas one day there's (laughs) no gender there's no gender specific thing on that everybody's gonna have to make them a sandwich one day or the other everybody should be allowed in the kitchen everybody okay <laughs> you know, like, 
but why you know what i think why is it only gender specific when it comes to boys like the girls yeah. like there's there's girl bat girl bat women's and yeah girl spider women's and like it's a it's a total like one way it's a total one way thing uh gonna get mad at your daughter if she picks up a toolbox no you're just gonna get her a pink one yeah so why can't your son have a blue kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I honestly, I feel like there's a whole lot of people that be in those comments that don't have kids. Yeah. Don't have kids or are going based off of what they were taught. Like, yeah. you better get that out of his hand. He going to be such and such and such and such. You know? And it's like, bro, look at the people who are giving you this advice. <laughs> want to end up like them like <laughs> okay do you, is, that, is, that, is that where this is going because you need to yeah because i feel like growing up we did have gender specific toys like i mostly had i didn't like barbie dolls but i like cabbage patch dolls and like um kid sister and like i had like girl you know girly things but i did That's... share a room with my brother and he had dinosaurs and um, action figures and, you know, different things that boys have. But I played with his stuff, too. He didn't really play with my stuff, but I played with his stuff. And or we would most of the time we would make up things like, you know, we would play tag or we would go and get a bunch of plates and make shields out of them or, mm -hmm. you know different things like that so most of the time we would try to just get out use our imagination and come up with different things like if you notice a lot of times kids play for to play with toys for 10 minutes and they move on to something else or they'll repurpose something um for what it wasn't intended to be like yeah see that's how i was like I you know what I don't remember playing with dolls or Barbie dolls either. Mm -hmm. I was really a um like a performance kid. Like <laughs> I was always like I was the kid that was at talent shows and was like booking myself to do this and that. And I was one of those kids where it was like, hey guys, five o'clock before dinner, the show is <laughs> <was> gonna start. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I used to love to play teacher too. I would like line up all my teddy bears and like I would teach the class. I would make my brother sit there and like teach him and yeah. So we would always come up with different things. And then he started playing video games and I had to play by myself. But that's just how life goes. <laughs> that's so funny because I definitely was a tomboy. Like I I played with video games as i got older i was more of a tomboy so that's kind of funny but then i grew out of video games it's just like you just have to and, and you know my parents were never like oh you can't play video games you know yeah, no my mom she did always try to protect me though because i i grew up in a house with all boys and so and all the kids in my neighborhood were boys so yeah. You I, had to I was running with boys but I was always a girly girl that liked to do like quote-unquote boy things yeah. so I would be outside in my dress like playing basketball and my mom was <laughs> like don't scuff up your knees don't fall like she was always trying to protect me from 
you know, messing up my knees and my elbows and hurting myself and things like that. So it wasn't that I wasn't allowed to play outside with them and stuff and do run with the boys, but she would always like come out there and give me an extra little speech, like, be careful, make sure you go put some pants on so you don't hurt yourself and da da da. I'm like, girl, I got this. <laughs> he got those kitten heels. You know, uh -huh, with heels. my uh, ruffle socks. There's pictures of me. <laughs> oh my goodness! Outside so ruffle socks, trying to run with the boys, and I mean, I got the best of both worlds. Like you know, yeah. So yeah, I feel like you just have to let your kids come into their own and just keep influencing them with positive things and you know, showing them different things, taking them outside of their comfort zone and just introducing them to all that the world has to offer, you know? Yeah, for sure, for like, sure. But yeah, we hope that people can grow, um, you know, just, just grow a little bit and stop being so immature about certain things because reading those comments, I was just like, wow, people are so freaking lost. Like, it's really sad, but newsflash your little boy is playing in the kitchen at daycare i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> and it's the hot it's the hot spot okay right <laughs> right so do yourself a favor and stop having a spaz attack and you should be worried about a lot more other things because i remember i remember when like being little and when you play in the um i remember being little and we would play in the there was this fake house you know those little plastic houses right uh -huh. and being mad if i didn't get the role like people would be like oh i'm the mom i'm the dad i'm the brother i'm the uncle blah, blah, blah. yeah and like and you said well i'm this and they're like oh no i'm already this and you're like oh dang i don't get to play in the house and play family today right yeah it was the hot thing yeah everybody wanted to um to play but <laughs> yeah you know, like you said, most of the time these people that are talking is nobody's mama or daddy. Okay. And a lot There's of somebody's on social media, they just want to be seen. They want their comments to get the most reaction. So sometimes people just be talking out the side of their neck. But I did see, you know, people that were standing firm on that. And it was actually quite disturbing that you would want your child to be a bartender over uh, playing in the kitchen. So you know, prayers to them, you know. <laughs> and, and, and not knocking bartenders, because that is a very lucrative job, but... I'm not teaching my six-year-old. I'm not teaching my child how no. to, to make a drink. No. Sorry. <laughs> it's not age-appropriate. You're talking about gender-appropriate? I don't believe that that's age-appropriate. Yeah, that's not age-appropriate at all. <laughs> Your child should not know what a bar is. No. Mm -hmm. If they do, you got a problem. Yeah. Like, mom, you want me to make you a Mai Tai? No. No. Like, how do you even play, like, with your kids with that? Like, can I get a margarita on the rocks? No salt, thanks. See, you know, speaking of that, I've never had a lemon drop before. Girl, we got to go get the lemon drop. And I was like, everybody keeps talking about these lemon drops. Sometimes because I always get a margarita. I'm like, I'm going to try this lemon drop. Mm -hmm. But anyways. Back in the day. Oh. That one in years. Oh. Never had one before. Girl, we're gonna go get a lemon drop. I might do a YouTube video drinks I've never had before. A, a white cliff, a lemon drop. 
really good one. And another one, because the White Cliff and the other one that got popular at the same time, I was pregnant. White Cliff, what's that? The White Cliff, what's it called? Oh, <laughs> said, girl, White Claw. <laughs> white Claw, yeah. <laughs> Do you like sparkling water? Yeah, kind of. That, that's all it tastes like. It tastes like sparkling water. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, you might not like that. She said the Wyclef. I'm like, Wyclef got a drink? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, we're about to get off this. Um... We're about to go. <laughs> but we're happy. So Thank much you for listening. listening to another episode. And we got plans for 2022. We can't wait to take y'all along. Yes. We're going to have our <laughs> next planning meeting over Lemon Drops. Yeah. Okay. Make uh, sure you guys... <laughs> Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Somebody's Mama Pod. Make sure you are subscribed on Apple Podcasts at Somebody's Mama Podcast. And please, 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 if you have been listening us, listening us, if you have been listening to us since we started, or even if you started listening today, please, please, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts before the year is over. Just go ahead and do us. Help us to close out the year with some great ratings and reviews. We would really appreciate it. So take the time out to do that now, right after this is over. Okay? Thank you. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.